and welcome to the Atlanta Warhammer Podcast. Yay! Hey. Yay! The, it's the whole game. It's the whole game. Because David escaped from prison. We finally peeled all the uh, ships back to return to Cinder stickers off of him because mm-hmm. we could not afford the plane trip back. So Correct. thank you for holding your breath that long. The fact that you were able to get out of the Tower of London is still one of the most magical things that I think I've ever heard. Yeah, it is yeah. a tale that will be told to the end of time. Well, I just started doing a bunch of Fortnite dances and they just kicked me out. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah that makes sense. Yeah, that's, that, tra- uh, that information tracks. Yeah. That's, I would always, honestly do that myself. So yes. Did you, did you floss your way like right on out of yeah. there? And then I asked him for some chips, and then they gave me French fries, and I'm like, "These aren't chips." Oh, did you ask for a biscuit and and then get a cookie and be very confused yes. as well? Yes. I was I was very confused, and I started making fun of them. Yeah, because they're dumb. You take wow. that! Wow! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, take that! People that not only invented the entire thing our show is on, but also <laughs> us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's right. America throws hat into a bunch of fireworks <laughs> explosions. I don't know. What's the show about? <laughs> what are we doing here? Uh, I, I'm Zach. I'm Zach. Who are you guys? I'm David. That's David. And I'm Josh, which you've already heard me say that. Yeah, and we're we're here for doing a show on, uh, I guess, Warhammer, some uh, kind of the age of... Technically, it's it's a lightly, it's a mostly Age of Sigmar podcast. I it's... thought this was a brony pro- podcast. It can uh, be if you want it to be. Yeah, we could talk about that stuff friends, as well. Friendship is magic. Friendship is magic. That's true. That's... It, ha- it has subtle undertones that are not meant for children. I like don't know that you meant to say undertones, but I really <laughs> enjoy the fact that maybe there's a cow involved in this now. I mean, they're horses. <laughs> That's <laughs> not the same thing, but all right. What petting zoo did you go to? <laughs> Horses and cows are basically the same thing. Are you telling me that cow is just a really hairy man? I'm just saying, don't drink. Costume? I'm just saying, don't drink any more of that horse milk, man. Uh, don't drink that. Mm. That, that. But I like it because it's nice and thick. Uh, <laughs> so before we get demonetized somehow, uh, we should probably thank our sponsors for. Interrupting that joke. Should so we? <laughs> well, the other thing is we keep going down this bit. So, Josh, uh, thank our first sponsor. God, it's going to be, I guess, Gigabytes Cafe Why in Marietta, Georgia. Um, if you're local, you should check out the shop. They have all kinds of new stuff, including many of the things soon that will be appearing that we will be talking about today. That was almost a sentence. It was, but there were parts and pieces of it that almost went together as yeah. if it was grammatically correct. I don't know. This is hard. Yeah, your sentence like time traveled inside of itself confusingly it's... <laughs> with the tensage, but I got anyway, what you were saying. We're gonna there. talk about shit that's new. And, yeah, yeah. And that's gonna be at the Gigabytes Cafe. But it's hey, if you're not even if you're not like from around here, you know where you can go? You can go to Gigabytes online and buy all that shit there. Yeah, yeah. You can buy it, pick it up in store. They can still do delivery to your car if you want to do that. They can do so, that. Yeah. They uh and I'm supposed to say this, there's still Horace Heresy stuff there. Apparently some people are having a harder time getting a hold of all of it. Uh, and Gigabyte still has all of it. So, cool. we, so when we recorded that, this episode four hours ago, mm-hmm. uh, they still had everything as of that time. Yeah, if so, you're into Horus Heresy, whatever the fuck that is. Yeah, if you, if you like <laughs> the I, the new tanks, I think, are plastic now, which is what everyone's excited about. Well, once again, we don't really know what this is about. Uh, but it looks neat, and everyone's yeah, happy about it, so go for it. Go have for fun. it. Have a good time. Hey, enjoy. Yeah, but that stuff is on the website, so you can get all the gubbins and books. and Spend cash, get plastic. Yes, exactly. That's what we do. Buy plastic with plastic. There oh, you go. yeah, that way it's Ooh. free. Right? I don't think that's how that yeah, works. That's exactly how the credit system works. If you don't pay your works. credit card bill, then yeah, it's you free. Sh- you should really yes. look at your uh, your credit score. Uh, I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> I did once, and it got lower when I looked at it. Well, it's like a reverse Tinkerbell. The more I believe in it, the it, worse it's it is. It's like golf. The lower is better, right? Uh, yeah. That is not how credit scores work, but it's okay because they're all made up anyway. Well, yeah, I'm you know, a millennial, <laughs> so I'm never owning a house anyway. So You know, the, the credit system we use in America is not as old as us. Like, it's true. It's not even as old as us. So, you know. 
It's probably not. That's not stick concerning. Like, yeah, whatever. Hey, late stage capitalism and the end of the world, but we're gonna ride it out by playing with plastic toys. And you're listening to us because we're talking about it on Blueberry Podcasting, which is where you can go to get a free month of hosting with code ATL War, uh, and they have a whole new suite of metrics and reporting things that they've just unloaded onto the site, which once again means I don't know where anything is, but there's a lot more stuff accessible now, so they are constantly growing. It's really cool. We actually. were looking at stuff, and it looked like we were doing okay. Yeah, it looks like there's a lot of you out there listening to us, which is surprising. Like Literally thousands of, of you have listened to us over these past three, three years? Four years? The 2020 year is five years unto itself, but uh, it just a lot of you have listened and thank you for listening because that's incredible. We were looking three at years, the right? yeah three I think three, three years yeah, yeah about right. Yeah. It feels like longer because 2020 was, was a decade. Yeah, yeah, a decade ago we almost died in a bridge fire. So yeah, right. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's what started this whole thing. Uh, but yeah, but we were looking at it and we had like hundreds of listeners in like Norway, Sweden, Denmark, a couple in Denmark. It's not as rotten in that state, but that's a Macbeth joke for everyone. Uh, and then there was say it. there was a lot because no one else was gonna get it. <laughs> Except for you. <laughs> that was a joke for you. Oh, no, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, there was, we were looking at a lot of the other countries as well. We had a decent amount of like Australia, New Zealand, everybody. So at least we know AOS coaches, at least one of them. So thanks for listening in Australia. But uh, there's there's a lot of international listeners too as well. So first off, we are sorry. Uh-huh. Uh, but second off, really cool to, to have all of you along for whatever this is. Yep. Whatever it shall be. Hilarious representation of America. It's uh, That's what, this is the good part I mean, of America. America is a silly representation of America. <laughs> it it it's really true. is. America is its own caricature of itself, basically. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, yeah, go check out Blueberry. Uh, they are really good hosts, and they do a lot of good stuff for us. And you can use the code and get some free stuff and integrate it with your websites and, you know, have a podcast. It's fun. You should do it. We did it. We, now we don't know why we keep doing it, but we did it. So Yeah, we did. Yeah. Now we can't be stopped. You know who else likes to do things? Who else likes to do things? Well, I'm going to do painting. Oh, yeah? David. David. <laughs> You you got to take it. You got to take. Yeah, we, it. We both already done a a, a thing, man. You you're you're on the third ad read. Yeah, this is always you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is it, it's it's your responsibility. Justin is waiting. Justin, oh Justin, he can paint all your things to a marvelous degree, magnificent, divine. Mm-hmm. All you have to do is pay him money, <gasps> ooh, and he will paint your army for you. So go hit him up, Llama Juice Painting. That was very good. That was beautiful. That was beautiful. Thank you. Felt like uh, we were, I felt like it was like kind of like a beat poetry thing there for a minute. It, I, it, snaps. Yes, very snaps. Good, very good. I don't know if these are going to get picked up on the mic. I have no of idea. It doesn't matter. You know, snapped. You know what is really cool, though? Speaking of Lama Juice painting, he's going to have a lot more colors to choose from. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Speaking of painting, what a delicious segue into all the things I'm going to actually drink out of my paint cup now. All these new flavors for me to imbibe. <laughs> Fantastic. You're going to oh. shit all the colors of the rainbow. I, I, I already have... do, and the doctor said it's not normal. So there's new contrast and shade paint. I hope coming. they have blue flavor. Oh, they do. They do. You know they have there's all the so Kool-Aid classics. Here, man. Do you guys actually know what the flavors of Gatorade are? Uh, or do you just go based on color? Oh, one like of them is 100%. Electro Ice or something. I, I only Glacier. know the Fruit Punch one Glacier. because it makes sense that the red one's Fruit Punch. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I, I don't know what any of the other flavors are. Yeah, there's like Glacier there's like glacier Ice or something like that, which is like a light blue color or something. I, I mean, I don't know that names makes anything because I'm drinking a monster that is literally called Ultra Sunrise, which what... What actually would that be? It sounds terrifying. It does sound if the terrifying. sun is coming up way too fast and powerful, we're screwed. It, I mean, it sounds like a, like a new breakfast sandwich from Hardee's. 
the Ultra Sunrise. It's a you know what it is? It's a breakfast sandwich (laughs) with Arby's that ties into a new Ultra Instinct form for Goku. The Ultra Sunrise form available at Arby's. Mm. Arby's sponsor us, please. That would be oh my god. Did you know Please, we, what if we got well, I, know, I know you wouldn't know, but Arby's I would know has a burger now. They do. And it's a Wagyu burger. And they and do. It's actually they so- good. They sold out of it. Yeah, I've ate it twice and it was fucking good. By the way, if uh, because they sold out of the Wagyu burger, if you get like an Arby's app, if you get the Arby's app, they give you like 50% off their uh, Euro. That's an Arby's ad that they didn't pay yeah. for, but now I fucking want them to pay for it. You guys it, are so. shilling for Arby's over here. As the resident vegetarian, I thought that they were burgers already, so I'm no, they, genuinely don't they, know what's they, going well, on. They're really Arby's a roast beef company. sponsor oh. us. Yeah, dude, I would fucking die for some Arby's sponsorships. That'd be awesome. I, I have only been in an Arby's, I think, three times in my life, and one of them was on my birthday where my friend Cliff, who I think might be actually listening to the show, so Cliff, I'm remembering this, the time at my birthday at Barry, he took me to Arby's and then realized that he couldn't buy me anything to eat, so... My birthday lunch was everyone else eating Arby's while I <laughs> ate curly fries. Oh, no. <laughs> that was one of the better birthdays I had. Oh. Yeah. It was actually really funny. Yeah. But uh, that was my they only Ar- serve, Arby's experience. They serve sticks there, too. They're really good. Yeah, we should go to Arby's. Let's just fuck yeah, Let's do this podcast, man. Yeah, time is Arby's close. Let's go. Yeah, let's get out of here. <laughs> Bye, guys. Sound of footsteps. We'll foley in all the old radio drama noise. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, I'm sure that sounded great. I'm sure none of that sounds like ass on the man. I wouldn't have like Foley microphones or like I don't have a, like a whole setup here. You I could try. Yeah, I want an old school Foley guy where you're running around to find like the gong and mm-hmm. the doorbell noise and all the I know, footsteps. All I know is that I have to have like a giant mayonnaise pad, jar, like a giant pile of sand. Yes, because sand apparently is the answer for everything. In well, Foley. I thought you needed to poop. Not this time. Okay, because we put a box in the corner, just in case any of us have to go. But you know, in case your uh, your poop does come out like Play-Doh because you've been because you've been drinking all these paints. That's true. Maybe we should talk or about these poop Or you just have a high-fat diet. That too. Or you just eat Play-Doh. Have you guys ever eaten Play-Doh? I can't say that I have. Really? Have you ever eaten Play-Doh? Yeah, you have. <laughs> yeah, you fucking have that, that face. <laughs> That's a fellow Play-Doh eater right there. <laughs> we just bonded. It's real salty. I mean, that's what I eat for lunch every day. Oh, good. Yeah. 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 How's that that's... work for you? He hasn't shit in what four shape, months. What shape does so... it come out on the end? Is it like a star it depends on It depends on which of the little things he puts on his butthole. When he takes yeah, it's, it's like the uh, little mold where... He's got the little star, the little, little colander. It's a Play-Doh butt plug. <laughs> I don't think Play-Doh's going to sponsor us, guys. I don't, I don't think so either. Oh, my gosh. So what I really have is... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, when it comes out, it, it just comes out like the the spaghetti hair. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. oh god, <laughs> that's not good. <laughs> uh, so the so contrast paints twenty five new colors, but by that I mean like ten new colors and a lot of ones that look really similar to something that was already out there, which is fine. Uh, I think my favorite of these, genuinely favorite, I really like the greens. I, I think more funny greens, more weird greens are good. I am very excited about the greens mm-hmm. because green and yellow have been the two colors that are difficult to come by that don't either look like, like because both the yellows that I have either make things look very um, like tarnished mm-hmm. is like the yellow color or... Um, it's not like it's not a vibrant yellow. And this looks yeah. like I get like more of a vibrant yellow, which is what I've been kind of looking for to kind of uh, do a little bit more because I have a very brightly colored Ideneth Deepkin Army, so right. I like to have a little bit more color pop. Yeah, and the, you're right, the yellow because I used Sponsors one of them. Sponsors color pop. <laughs> Sponsors color pop. <laughs> uh, Sponsors popcorn. 
I, uh, one of the yellows I used on all my Slaves of Darkness and Nurgle stuff, and it, because when I put it on one of them, it looked like kind of decrepitly dirty yellow. Yeah. And I was like, well, that works perfectly for Nurgle, but not if you wanted an actual yellow armor. Mm-hmm. Like, the one I put on one of my Iron Jaws guys does not look like Doesn't the look- box yellow that the Iron, Su- Iron Suns? Mm-hmm. Is that them? Yeah, they're supposed to have. But this does. This bad moon yeah. yellow, well, that looks about what I need. Yeah, so that, I'm gonna that, get is, that. that is the yellow for, for Iron Jaws. That is, I didn't even set it in, like, the review thingy for it. It's like, hey, if you need an Iron Jaws yellow, this yeah. is the yellow for you. Hey, do you need to paint some Gut Ripper flesh? Well, guess what? This is one called Gut Ripper flesh. So. I've been using uh, Plague Bear flesh. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's very similar. It's a very similar. My favorite out of all of these, uh, jokingly, is probably Dreadful Visage. Because it appears to just be kind of a gray, almost. <laughs> like, it's not... You gotta look at it a lot to try to figure out what that's supposed to be. I think it's a light, light gray. Like, a super light gray but I don't know what the purpose of that would be versus a gray or thinned wash. I don't know. Some of the, Eventually, as they keep putting out contrast, they're going to have ones that just get into the other one's lanes, and it's like, well, just thin one, and you can kind of get to yeah, the other. Yeah, get to the other thing. But the more they do this, the more people paint their armies and the more painted armies on the table we have, so I am 100% okay with yep. more paints. Anything more, that... more paints, more options, great thing. Also, hopefully, this means that there will be uh, more contrast paints available for purchase. It's, yes. It's been a little bit difficult to get some of them. Yeah, some of the old standbys are pretty hard to find. There's like, there's another black in here, which is good, because that means that maybe the people buying all of the current black will stop, and I can get some <laughs> to finish off, like, <laughs> the 20 liberators I have left to do in that color to match the other 40 liberators I've already done, and I ran out of paint. Oh, sorry and, about that. And now I can't get it. <laughs> it's fine. I don't want to paint them. I just should at some point paint them. Um, so that I can run my list that includes 70 Liberators. That black I'm an Le- insane person. That Black Legion contrast is also a much darker black. Yeah, it doesn't I mean, really look like a contrast. Yeah, it looks kind of like just looks like a base black paint. Black base paint, yeah. yeah. Which is cool. Yeah. And then we got some shades. Yes, we do. Uh, which are all reformulated to apply effortlessly. I didn't know there was a whole lot of effort in putting a paintbrush and some liquid and then putting it on a figure, but I guess it's somehow easier. Listen, I work in marketing. Sometimes you just got to write a sentence. And the sentence is going to sound dumb to anybody where you're like, it's new and improved. How? Shut up. <laughs> Don't ask <laughs> because questions. Because my boss said there had to be a word right there. <laughs> and that's what I said. New, new and improved is marketing speak for we don't really have anything, but we have to say something. Yeah, new, new and improved is uh, we had to list a different ingredient on the box, maybe, or the box color changed, right. or <laughs> slightly different dimensions. So we had a reprint coming anyway, so we threw this down. Uh, but I think out of these, they look decent. I like working with shades a lot because I do a lot of like darker and lighter colors and then shade to various tones. I, I like doing shades, especially with like Nurgle and stuff. Um, I like the, the uh, Targor rage, uh, rage Shade rage shade on there. The what? Targor? Rage? Oh, yeah. Targor Rage shade. shade. I like the word Rage Shade. Yeah. That's, that sounds like that should be a Nighthaunt unit. Yeah. The Rage Shade. But it kind of has like that uh, nice kind of fill in. Yeah. It's actually kind of... Uh, <laughs> So I think it's what I used to use the old Nuln oil for. It does look like a Nuln oil like type. It's a lighter. It doesn't look like it's quite as dark. Yeah. Um, and then you got Moritarian Grime, which I think is supposed to be like an almost Nurgly off-white. Which so th- I've seen them do some of the 40k stuff with an off-white for their Nurgle guys, and mm-hmm. it looks really good. I'm always yeah. like, but then I look at the steps, and it's a 14 step process, and I don't care that much. Right, right, right. But like if I can cut out 14 steps down to three or four, I might try to do some off-white stuff in my Blight Kings because it looks really cool and it contrasts with all the goop coming out of them to have this kind of weirdly pristine armor. Um, and the rest of the shades look nice. They're shades. You're gonna yeah. you're gonna shade with them. Yeah. David, favorite shade? Um, 
I can't see the screen. <laughs> there you go. David's very <laughs> shade is he sat too far away from the monitor. Yes. Uh, and he, my he, mic stand is blocking the monitor he, as well. His favorite shade uh, is I that. like I like that one. Oh yeah, he's a big fan of Poxwalker. That's the one I'm going to assume yeah. you. What about Croak Green? Sure. Which is less blue than I just realized. I think Croak Green and Poxwalker should be switched. Poxwalker is a much more blue green, which doesn't make quite sense for that but would make more sense for, like, a giant frog. And croak green looks kind of more like a pallid green, which would make more sense for plague bearers. Those, those, you know what? I think those don't quite work, but they could just work anyway. Because guess what? When you're painting, it doesn't matter what it says on the thing. You can just paint whatever you want. Also, I use skeleton ord for books. Also, it looks can like we pages. appreciate that there's a soul blight gray? Yeah. So uh, do we get to make the joke about them making a gray? They're gonna, <laughs> I hope they're going to make... Another video showing us how to apply 14 steps of gray paints to get the same model as they had on step one. Uh That's my favorite thing in existence. (laughs) Then continue to add more and more paint until it looks like the first step, but subtly different. We've come full circle. And now do this 413 times for your entire Tyranid army. Or don't. (laughs) It's the same either way. It doesn't matter, yes. Oh, uh, yeah. So we're saying paints are cool. Paint, yeah. Paints are good. Paints like are good. Paints. That's the paint section of the show. Can you tell we have more exciting things after this to talk about? My God, I hope so. Well, I, thought, uh, I thought that was the episode. That's just us talking about paint. Yeah. We're really testing the limits of our listeners at that point. <laughs> How long are you willing they, to endure this shit? They, 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 sh- they showed up for the poop jokes. They That's stayed true. for the paint. And now, hopefully, in the next segment, we'll talk about what's on our next segment going to be. Everyone looks around to try to figure out what the next segment. Oh, yeah. What was it going to be? Uh, the new releases? New releases. New yeah, releases we're going to talk about. Pre-orders. You can put these paint on the new toys that we're about to talk about after this break. Gigabytes Cafe in Marietta, Georgia is your one-stop shop for everything you need for your favorite hobby or fandom. Gigabytes carries a wide selection of miniature lines including Games Workshop, Reaper, and WizKids. Not to mention all the terrain, paints, and hobby supplies you need to supplement your tabletop games. Not a war gamer? The cafe boasts an ever-growing selection of hundreds of board games, TCGs, CCGs, and other nerd-based acronyms eager to join your collections. So what are you waiting for? Go to gigabytesonline.com and start shopping now. And welcome back to the show where we're going to talk about some things you can buy. And uh, you can buy them. Hold on. What? No, you can't. Well, there's one thing you can't <laughs> buy, but there's some things you can pre-order. Pre-order. Yes. You can buy them and then not get them, which is an even weirder expression of this hobby. But if you look too deep into any of this, I think it all falls apart. So, so let's, just keep, let's just keep on buying toys and looking at things. Uh, so there's a bunch of stuff that came out with the Sylvaneth, the Skaven, there's Daughters, there's Nighthaunt. I think we've basically seen the end of the start collecting box. I think it's done. 100%. Yep. It's 100% out. They are now being called Vanguard boxes. And we saw it do that in 40k. And it makes sense because you don't end up with, like, the Gloom Spike Gets box, which has three different things that don't work together. Mm-hmm. I, I, there is one Anvil Guard box still sitting at Gigabytes, and it will probably be there until I buy it. So I think some of them are just not good for just collecting. Just waiting they on would, you, man. They're just, it is waiting it's on just me. just staring at you. I don't need like, any. Oh, I need the one Charybdis out of on. it. I don't need any more of the other come guys. Come on, baby. You know you want me. Baby, you know you want me. You, you know you want my cruise body. Uh, that's true. I want all those noodly head appendages, oh. man. That's what does it for me. It's my thing. It's my jam. It's weird. It's a weird jam. <laughs> it's the weirdest jam of all, my friend. And yes, I just it found is. out Zach's in the tentacle and tie. Uh, yes, I've seen is. enough Charybdis to know where this is going. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, you can buy some stuff. So the Vanguard sets, like I, the Echoes of Doom that came out, we talked about that. Uh, I do like that they have the collections where it's like, you can get all the things in the box, plus a start collecting, plus some artwork for the exact same price of just putting all those things in your cart normally. 
I don't understand why they do this. I guess it's to make you go, oh, I'm saving money, but like most of the time it's just You're the not. same amount of things. So put all those things together. One less click, I guess. I don't know. Neat. Uh, yeah, neat for them. But the night I wanted to talk a little bit, like the Vanguard sets, I am genuinely pretty impressed with how they're doing this so far. I haven't seen one come out where I'm like, that doesn't make any sense for that army. Yeah. I don't know what new Skaven is going to look like, so I don't know if this is good for new Skaven, but I think it's okay. You've got some of the big Storm Fiends friends. It's got the, the, it's got the Warlock in it, doesn't it? Or no, is that the Gray Seer? That's a Gray Seer. Uh, looks like 10 Clan Rats, Gray Seer, and a Warp Lightning Cannon. Or if you're a Masochist, the uh, Plague Claw Catapult, which is significantly worse but way goopier. Guess what I have three of? I'm going to guess Catapult. You're going to you guess incorrect. It's that one. Uh, yeah, Gray Seer, Warp Lightning Cannon, three Storm Fins, and 20 Clan Rats. So, yeah. Fins. Fins? Fins. Storm Fin Friends. Storm Fiends. Shut there up. you go. <laughs> <laughs> so, you got there eventually. I got there. Uh, so that's... I'd probably buy it just because I want the Storm Fiends and sh- stuff. Yeah, yeah, I think that it's probably pretty good. Yeah. I think you're going to need a butt ton more of Skaven because they're so cheap. Or they were. I don't know. I, I know points have been leaked, but I haven't looked at them because... Once again, looking at a blurry picture of someone's phone that they took off a YouTube page, I can't conceptualize. I how don't it. trust nothing until it gets, until it's in my until hands. I'm holding it right. What well, like? How are you supposed to know how an army functions based on a blurry half war scroll and then like half an image? And it just mm-hmm. yeah, wait and get the book and then read it. And you I know certainly I'm, can't tell based on the app. You, you <laughs> absolutely can't tell based on the app. Um, it, it is not ever right. I still have a damage table that it goes from eyeball to five to seven in terms of the. Uh, hit roll so i gotta roll a five or a seven a five to a seven on a d6 i think i don't know it's in cities so nobody cares <laughs> like it's never well, gonna yeah, get updated five. um so yeah the the set looks cool we got the daughter set next which is kind of weird uh they are really trying to push doomfire warlocks being in daughter's kits yeah and i haven't heard good things about them Nobody likes them in Daughters. I think they're okay. They're a unique unit, and they are not terrible, but I don't think they make any sense in Daughters because there's no synergies they do with anything. But the alternate build is really cool, and I like it in Cities, so hey, everyone buying this, if you just want to offload the Horse Dudes, I will take the Horse Dudes because the uh, the Cities versions are way cooler. These guys look like the bad guy from Cowboy Bebop, mm. just riding a horse. What's that guy's name? Vicious? We did this on another show. I can't remember his name. The blonde guy. Yep. Not Sephiroth Sephiroth. Yep, <clears throat> that guy. Uh, yeah, and you get some snakes. You get five bow snakes, the snake hero from that one box that carries their own drum everywhere, and a certain amount of what I think are blood sisters, blood stalkers that can be built as blood sisters. And the, oh, those are the snakes and the Tim Witch Elves. So cool. Once again, seems like a good starting kit. Noticeably absent the cauldron, which I think is still really important for a lot of daughters' armies. Uh, mm-hmm. We'll have an actual expert later on on the show to tell us if that is actually still a thing that matters to have that cauldron. Not Wait, this on show. this show, not this show. Not on this show. show. No, on a different on this show, but a different timeline of this show where we're competent and have good people on to talk about right. stuff. And where we're not six books behind. Where we're not six books behind. As of four hours ago, we're eight books behind at this point now. Damn it. Uh, yeah. Shit, no, we're 12 books behind. Oh, no, it just keeps going. <laughs> it's exponentially growing. Hey, it was 4.0 is here. Oh, no, we'll never catch up. So the Daughters of Cain thing looks good. I, I particularly like the Night Haunt list uh, because this comes with a lot of good stuff if you are building a Night Haunt army. It's so spooky. It is very spooky. You get a Knight of Shrouds, which is... a Knights of Shrouds, by the way, are the un, unsung heroes of that book. I know we haven't done our book review yet. Those things are good. Mm-hmm. Like, they are solid. Tin Gringast Reapers, which are good, and uh, I think they this is one of the sub-factions that gives them extra stuff anyway. But if not, they're still solid. And with the Horde meta coming up, those are the ones that do more attacks based on the number of people they're fighting. So, like, cool. 
Um, there's 20 chain rasps in there, which is just a tar pit that no one ever gets out of, and three spirit hosts, which now actually act as extra wounds, basically, for heroes. Mm -hmm. So that gives, like, your Lady O's, or here in Nagash's, just a bunch of extra wounds that they have to peel off. Like, this is a good kit. Anything to keep you alive a little bit longer. Yeah, Night Hunt's already pretty survivable in the new book, and having spirit hosts follow around heroes and take wounds for them is almost a good way to make sure that hero doesn't get picked off the table. Mm -hmm. So, I think that's kind of mm -hmm. cool. Uh, and that was the Night Hunt, Skaven, and Daughters. So then, after that... There's a couple of, there's a Ravaged Lands, Veronite, Siphon Camp thing from uh, Warcry, which I only want. I only want the terrain so I can recreate the part of the battle where Marathi betrays all the Stormcast when they're at the Veronite Mines because I want to rewrite history and kill her. So, like, that's the only reason I want to do that. Uh, and, but I'm not going to pay $112 for it. Sorry, GW. Also, I have, like, five of those little cardboard mats now. What, what do you do with them? Like, when you have more than one. Do you stick them all together? I guess you could. It would look like ass, but I don't know, man. I'm just, I'm just trying to, I'm just spitballing ideas here. Do you guys remember that thing they put out when the game first started? That was like giant plastic one by one cubes, and it built like a whole table. No, no one remembers this. Mm -hmm. Yeah, if you went to a GW store and you see that terrain that they're on, that's like a hard plastic, but it's molded, then it looks like terrain. There's little skulls and stuff in it. That was a thing you could buy. It was three hundred and sixty dollars, I Woo. think. Yeah, it was. Even I looked at it and went, "Nah, dog," because then you have to paint it. Mm -hmm. And it's all the terrain is built onto the base. But, like, I kind of miss that concept because this is just a cardboard thing. You know, maybe, maybe make one of those, but make it less expensive or somewhat modular or something like that. Like, But I guess with them changing the table size, they didn't want to redo it again and then change the table size again. Redo it it again. is weird to me. Here's a, here's a fun fact. What's the one thing we use in this game that Games Workshop doesn't sell you? Tables? Well, Mats. yes. <laughs> I guess tables, technically, yes. Matt, friends. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we came up with three so fast. Yes. Uh, but, but Matt's, yeah. I've never realized that until right now. You can't buy a GW Warhammer mat that's the appropriate size. I wonder where that is. Huh. That seems like such an easy revenue stream for them. I yeah. mean, they sell you fucking sand. <laughs> this, yeah, they do. They'll sell you sand for $10, <laughs> but they won't sell you a mat. I, I have a lot of sand. It's just it's, no, a it's small not. container of sand. It's not even enough to base like two big pie plate models. Meanwhile, with. I can go to Home Depot and get a fucking 10 pound bag for a dollar. There's a playground down the street for me. I can just go punch a toddler and get as much sand as I want. Like, yeah, but then you got cat poo in it too. Well, I guess that's actually an improvement. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just that, that adds just, to the, the I mean, texture. This house already has a bunch of cat poop. Yeah, yeah, if you don't think that I'm not adding cat poop into my Nurgle armies, that's how I get that butt paste. So yeah, accurate. Just, yeah, just a little. It's a little. little you cut it into shapes here. afterwards as well? Uh, no, I have to put the funnel on the cat's butt, oh, yeah, which yeah, is yeah. even harder to do than <laughs> David's was. So, yeah. Because he was asleep, so it was easier that way. <laughs> Makes sense. Uh, yeah. So, I, I don't know. That's cool if you like uh, Warcry. We should get some Warcry games going again. Like, genuinely, it's a fun game. We just never... We played it, like, what? Once? No, we I played, played it, like, five of, times. We played a handful of times. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's fun. We should get back to it and, and maybe play another game or two at some point. Yeah. Uh, Especially now that more rules are out for it. <clears throat> yeah, and you can play with all the stuff now, and the game has been balanced to where the stuff that doesn't exist for Warcry doesn't walk into Warcry and just kick ass. Right. Because what was the problem was all the Warcry original stuff was not as good as, like, Stormcast. Yeah. Me so. just walking in with my freaking Iron Jaws going, ha Oh, man, didn't we play that one match where uh -huh. your Iron Jaws just ruined me? <laughs> so Because I had Skelemans, and yeah. I was like, go, Warcry, Warcry. Oh, no, they're, they're all dead immediately. <laughs> ran forward with like, ha-ha, this yeah. is the best. Not, did Hooray. not work. Uh, but yeah, and then there's some Sylvaneth Orders. You can get all the Sylvaneth stuff that's coming out. The bugs. You got the archers and the revenant guys, which I'll probably pick up a pack of the revenants just for the bugs. So if you might want some ghosty dudes or whatever, you can have them, like, 
I don't care. I'm putting plague bearers on those suckers. Because think about it this way. Think think about this. Think about how much money you could spend to do something dumb. Are you guys ready? Uh huh. You could get one of these and get three of these dudes and then use that as the prime guy in your three packs of plague drones, which means you only need to buy three more boxes of plague drones. So with four boxes, you can build four separate units that you will never use all at the same time. Neat. You should not do that. No, you shouldn't. <laughs> That's but you could. Idea, but let me guess what Zach's already done. Jeez. Uh, <laughs> I already have nine plague drones, so I only need one more box. Actually, no. I could just... Uh, I wouldn't do it. Anyway, uh, you're right. I'm going to do that, though. So, yeah, you can buy those and the books. Uh, and speaking of books... Well, hold on. We're not almost to the book gripe yet. We're going to skip it and go keep going. Uh, so, I do like this. There's one item you can't buy on this sheet. The uh, The Mega Boss. Baz Drog the Neck Chopper. And that's why... Why can't we buy him? Uh, because he's the model that we're getting. With your uh, Warhammer Plus subscription. The, well, one of the two. Yeah. The one that most of our listeners probably chose. Well, it's the AOS one, so I would hope so. Yeah, I would, I would assume so. Um, but yeah, you guys, guess what? You all forgot. You get a toy. <laughs> <laughs> which I reminded of, which I reminded Zach at the beginning of the show. Yeah, I had no idea. I completely forgot that that was a Warhammer Plus thing. I thought all I was going to get was a wonky app and some commercials and, and a cartoon that and I watched you, occasionally. And you were going to pay your $60 happily. I was. I forgot about it. It was already paid. <laughs> like, it was gone. Uh, that's the smartest thing they could do is make you pay up front. Uh-huh. Because then I've never thought about how much value I'm not getting out of it mm-hmm. because it's already gone. <laughs> but, now you've get, but now you're getting this Mega Boss. Which... At 42 bucks means, I think we figured out that you're paying 18 bucks for the year subscription. That's like a dollar something a month for yeah, the app. Yeah. That's fine. It's $1.50. Whatever. I'm okay with that. That's the math. Is that the math? Yeah. $1.50 times 12 is 18. I don't know. Maybe. Sure. Sounds right. Uh, we're sure. going to go with that. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so you can get that guy. Or you can find out more, which is to say they tell you to subscribe to Warhammer Plus. Yeah. Uh, and you can get him then. But you have to stay subscribed for a year. So if you subscribe now... You I have get no idea how that, that works. Maybe they just dropped that part, like, politely. I don't know. We have a countdown uh, on our pages. We like, do. I don't know if it's the same for everyone. I signed up the day this came open, so my countdown's going to be the fastest it can be. I'll tell you what, man. I'm going to be pissed, though, if you could freaking get it off of there. Like, if people, like, order now on that thing, and they're getting it at the same time as us. I've been waiting. Very patiently. I should get it first. This I should have... be a staggered release. Yeah. I've been waiting so long, I forgot that I was waiting <laughs> for this toy. <laughs> but, yeah. We should, uh, we should definitely... James, or David, go back to James' workshop. Tell him. <laughs> Get back in the boat. We can't no, afford the plane. No, he already took one kidney. I can't afford to lose Oh, uh, yeah. One. Sorry, oh, we that, did tell him... the exchange? Dear God. Sorry, man. I didn't no, know. No, I, I gave it to him willingly. Oh. Yeah, it was, yeah. he had it prepackaged when he showed yeah. up. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, was oh, is that how you got your corn army? No, I paid $400 for that. Oh, okay. Oh. Well, that's about... I don't know how much a kidney costs, but... Probably more than $400. Probably more than $400, yeah. I would, I, well, I don't know. Our healthcare system doesn't make any sense, so yeah. in America, it probably costs $18 million, and then, like, Portugal, it costs $20. So I don't know what yeah, an actual... Just, Portugal, you just go to your Kroger and pick up a, pick up a couple kidneys. Yeah. <laughs> Do we have any Portuguese listeners that are like, hey, that's not true. It's Publix. <laughs> we don't have Kroger. <laughs> Um, they put all the heroes out as well from all the box sets, which nice. Thank you, GW, for doing that within a year of the box coming out. You can actually buy the hero. Sorry, Korgrath, but you can buy the hero by itself. Just rage building in the corner over here. <laughs> They're never going to put it out on its own kit. I, just, I don't know why. You can't even get any any of the other stuff from the corn start collecting by itself. You can't get the Mighty Lorne. You can't get the Blood Secretor. You can't get the Blood Stoker. You know They've got to be saving it. They've got to be saving it for a corn book. Because they're going to legends it. No, they're going to legends corn. <laughs> Turns out, uh, we just decided he's the least interesting god, even though he's the best selling. Get out of here, corn. 
I, I think they're saving it for a corn big a big corn release yeah. at some point where they'll be like because they did that there's with a, there's the, a chaos book coming well out like in the night haunt when they did the night haunt release they released all the old stuff from Soul Wars that you could only get in the big box sets and they released a little pack of like the heroes and stuff mm-hmm. so I, I think they'll probably do that and but what they'll got, probably do is they'll put the Korgrath in the same kit as like the Mighty Lord and the Bloodstoker so it's like cool now you're gonna have a lot of extra models you don't need to get more of the one you do want. Because, you know, that's kind of how it works. But I don't know. Maybe eight. it'll be Korgrath by itself. Maybe. we got awesome. 18 books coming this year yet. Yeah, that's true. What would you price the Korgrath at? Considering they, they're telling me this Thrallmaster's worth 3350 Also, 3350 Just make it 34 Anyway. Uh, I'd say 25 to 30 You think 30 I was going to say oh God, 30 was, to 40 I was going to say like 45 50 Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to think of similarly sized. Drycha's 50 or 60 but she's got a lot more pieces. She does. Because I think it's more on the sprue thing. Somebody, Google on the YouTubes, uh, someone did a GW price breakdown. I can't remember who it was. Was it uh, price per square inch of model? It, it has to do with like the sprues and the which ones are more used. I don't know. There was a whole metric that the guy figured out, I think. But it actually got kind of made more sense mm-hmm. than looking at it right now and going, why is this hero $50 and this hero is $100? Why are three Varengard $100 but five Chaos Knights are $50? I can tell you that Thrallmaster took exactly two minutes to put together. Yeah. Because it is like six pieces. Exactly. Yeah, the uh, the Flamekeeper I put together is like four pieces, yeah. basically. And two of them are just his mohawks. So Just yeah. his multiple mohawks. All the mohawks put together. <laughs> I know. I do like the Fire Slayer. The more powerful you are, the more mohawks you have. Mm-hmm. We need. Mm-hmm. I need to kitbash one that has like 12 mohawks. He just looks like a peacock. Just the mohawk man. Well, that's not true because Gore-Tec only has one mohawk. But, but Gotrick is not technically a Fire Slayer. He's from the old world, so he would just be a Slayer. Oh, that's true. Uh-huh. That's true. <laughs> Glasses all the way up the nose. Well, actually, yeah, I don't know. Gotrick is also just his own thing. Yeah, right. Some, some if you're in Gotrick, you don't have a Fire Slayer's army. You have a Gotrick army. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, he's... As you would know, if you listen to the Fire Slayer's episode that we did. That's right. Or the one, the... the one book review that we've done in the last three months. <laughs> <laughs> we promise we're doing them. We're working on them. The thing is, is we all had to learn to read. So it took us a second. It's been a very challenging time in my life. It's just, I was just standing over Josh, uh, just putting his hands under the water and going, water, water, <laughs> Sigmar, <laughs> Sigmar. Sigmar. <laughs> got that. Good job. Uh, yeah, so they got the heroes out and they got some Skaven dice, which I don't like, but Josh likes them. I do. Yeah. It's got a little wart. It's got a little wart. Like, they look okay. Yeah, let's just all once again pat GW on the back for not making them actually fuzzy and round or something like they used to <laughs> they're <laughs> nonsense be, year man. where they were like none of the dice are gonna work and they're gonna be insane good luck you got dice you can roll that's all i can ask for and they're a color <laughs> collectible dice. they're not just like white with black pips because we did get those one time that's true that's true as well i i have wished they had been like black with green pips or like a black crackle with green pips but you know what i can read them that's well, white that's dice with black pips. There's skeleton dice. It's like just fucking regular that's dice. That's just dice. <laughs> you just opened up a pack of bicycle dice <laughs> and just dumped them into another thing. You yeah. just branded them. Fucking assholes. <laughs> <laughs> but so so the dice are, yeah, they're dice. I don't know. I, I actually uh, only use GW dice now because that way, if I roll really well, there's no question. And uh, I have found they roll pretty well. Yeah. Uh, like, of, of the sets I bought, because I've used the Stormcast, I've used Destruction, I've used... Nurgle as of the last game I played and I forgot what else I used and the only ones that roll poorly generally are the vampire ones I have all the rest of them tend to roll above average pretty well so I don't know GW is it you thanks for that oh no (laughs) it's not me as my career should attest I think it's the dice so Mm -hmm. you heard it here first GW dice are weighted for good 
to make you spend the 40 bucks on them, which I will if it means I win games. I'm sorry. <laughs> I will pay to win if that's all it takes. Like, uh, $40. The new, the new pay to win model. <laughs> Just loaded official dice from GW. Soon you're going to be able to pay per dice reroll. Just insert $1 or tap your credit card on the dice machine next to you and you get a free roll of dice. Can you imagine if they microtransaction in the middle of games when I, EA buys GW? Uh, 100% yes. You can draft cards on the on the field mm-hmm. while you're playing. Yeah. You can draft new abilities. But all the miniatures not come in blind packs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You might not even get stuff it's a loot the box, man. Yeah, it is. It's a loot box system. This sounds awful. So let's talk about something that's, <laughs> that's less awful, but uh-huh. still kind of made us all go, what the hell? And that is the General's Handbook. Yes, we've already complained about the fact that we're getting two a year, but what's our new complaint? It's 50 fucking dollars. $50. Come on, guys. Don't do that. Don't do that. It's it's not... I feel like the last one was only 30 I think it was like, yeah, 30 or 40 but I don't, I don't think it was 50 And if it was, once a year, okay. Twice a year, ugh. Because I'm looking at it, and the little pitched battle thing is just that little pitched battle sheet that you're going to look at and go, neat, I have an app, and you're going to toss it somewhere... I know some people still do traditional lip building, lip building, list building, but at this point, like you, most people are using a computer or the app, I think, or the War Scroll Builder on their own page. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that's kind of useless. You get some tokens, which are cool, and the battle tactics thing, which looks like once again they're going to be printed one on each side, which makes it just infinitely more confusing. By the way, the Nurgle ones in the little Nurgle card set, mm-hmm. uh, both on each side. So when you have the one that you're done with, you put it back in the bag, and you don't ever try to do that one again. And that is so much nicer than the current ones where it's like, oh, I'm going to flip it over. Have I done this one? Flip it back over. I don't know. I am, I'm grumped that it's 50. Yep. That just seems, don't do Too that. Much. Yeah. Especially if it's going to be just was- pitched battles and it's just for competitive play. And it's, well, this is also the, like, the gateway to entry. Like, the, you have to, this is the, hey, you have to pay this in order to get in. Yeah. To play the game. In yeah, most, it, in most instances, this should be the cheapest thing that we that is offered. It should not cost as much as the core book, right? Which is a four hundred page beautiful tome of knowledge and artwork and model pictures, and I think it's like sixty dollars. Mm-hmm. And for this to be a three ring binder full of notepad paper, hey, don't get don't be wrong. I like the I like no, the no, binder no. aspect. That's of it. that's brilliant. That's <laughs> the best thing they've done with General's Handbook so far. Um, all they need now is a little way that when you stand it up, it has a little flap that you can put it down to have it be perfectly triangular mm-hmm. and so it doesn't fall over like a little table stand, and it would be perfect. But I don't know if it would be worth $50. That seems like a lot yeah, to yeah. me. Can we talk about how the the unit on the front's a rock gut Trogoth? It is. Is that does, does that not pique your interest a little bit? I mean, it does, but I also don't know if that's just the coolest artwork they had. Maybe. But there's no fucking way that they, they were like, let's put some cool artwork. Trogoth. Tro- well, maybe that's the one guy at GW that's still like a Gloom Spike guy. <laughs> I mean, maybe it's a hint that we'll get a really nice Gloom Spike thing soon. That would be good. I would like to bust my Trog herd up off the shelf. It has been gathering dust because they kept reducing points, and now I have to buy a bunch more of them, and I don't want to until it makes any sense. But, like, I'd be okay with some, some Trogoth stuff. Uh, I do like that the picture they show us, um, you can't tell what anything is because it's clearly, I believe, Russian? On the actual text on the image on the American site or the U.S. version of the site, whatever, I clicked the little American flag. That's the one I know. I only know two flags. It's that one in the leaf that lives as our hat. Um, America and, and Mexico, because that's the one outside where I get my chips. But um, I, I'm gonna, I have a whole thing on this. I'm not going to go. But like, it's weird that they would do that and not show you. And then the little picture thing where they're like pitched battle profiles. 
cool. Thanks for showing me that it will include the information that I expect to be in this book. Yeah. I would like to know more what else is in here because if they really have pulled, like it tells you like eight battle tactics, 12 battle plans, updated war scrolls for all the endless spells. Okay, cool. The core rules. Thanks again for those, I guess. Um, and then pitch battle stuff. But like the new realm of war stuff will probably be pretty interesting. And that we're going to talk about that after the break. Cause that feeds into how the game actually changes. Right. But you're right. This is a gateway drug, but it's a gateway drug you have to have. Yeah. So once you've told someone to play, get all this stuff together and buy a $50 book, and here's a $50 disposable book that you will get play, let's see, on average, you think, we probably play more than most Warhammer people. Like, I play weekly, so Mm -hmm. like most people I talk to play once or twice a month. That means per this General's Handbook, you're going to get, unless you're a tournament player, five games out of it, five, six games for $50. That so doesn't ten dollars a game. Yeah, that doesn't seem great. A little rough. This is why piracy happens, GW. Like you do this, and then someone's just going to scan all the pages immediately, and then that's what everyone's going to use. So yep. that's how it works. The more you make the price go up, the more someone will find a way to get it. Uh, but there's also, you know, two additional core battalions. You guys Ooh. excited for? Hold on, bounty hunters or expert conquerors? Maybe I'm not sure. I, I don't know either. Yeah, we don't know. We'll find out. We'll find out. When After a break. Or when we spend $50 yeah, on this. We're going to get $150 to. out of the three of us here for this book. Yep. Two oh, times. $300 yeah. will we give to this company. Absolute monsters. For disposable books. And it's not even the realm of beasts of the monster thing anymore. They're monsters and now we're doing something else. But anyway, we're going to look at some of uh, the actual rules and stuff after this break. Are you still bringing gray plastic to the table game after game? Do you have a big tournament coming up, but your army is barely glued together? Don't worry, Llama Juice Painting is here to help. Free your minis from their drag gray existence and let Justin bring them to life. Whether you're looking for a single centerpiece to bring your collection together or more battle line options, Llama Juice Painting is your best source for finely painted commission work. Check out some of Justin's work on facebook.com slash llama juice painting and get your quote today. Starting your own podcast is easier than you think with Blueberry Podcasting, the official home of Atlanta Warhammer. Not only do they make uploading and hosting audio files a breeze, they also feature full WordPress integration, so you can easily share your podcast with the world. All Blueberry Podcasts are optimized for Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and about 100 other podcast services. They even have a free tech support and downloads, and with no contract, you can cancel any time. To get started today, visit Blueberry.com. That's B-L-U-B-R-R-Y dot com. While you're there, use the code A-T-L-W-A-R to get one month of premium hosting totally free. Once again, that's promo code A-T-L-W-A-R at Blueberry.com. Get your voice heard today. And welcome back to Atlanta Warhammer. I hope you enjoyed those fabulous ads. Mm-hmm. So we are here to talk about the newest rules coming out, the latest General's Handbook that's coming out here soon, eventually, for $50. Yes, for $50. See <laughs> <$50. laughs> previous segment. Yeah, I think it's pre-order now as of four hours ago, so that means it should be out in about four hours. So uh, by the time you're listening to this, it will be out in a week-ish, I think, maybe. I, or depends on when you listen to it. I don't, Who know, knows? How t- I don't know how time works. I don't either. Theoretically. So at some point, it will be out. Yes. So uh, since I can't see the screen that has the things written on it, um, I'm going to be uh, throwing this over to uh, Zash. Ooh. 
Whoa, Zash. Oh, Zash. Well, what I guess I'll... what a hilarious combo name. Ah, uh, it's our, it's our. Uh, what was the Brad and Jennifer? Oh, Jennifer, Jennifer, Jennifer. I don't know. It's Bradgelina. Bradgelina. We're the. It's our Bradgelina. Look, you told me I had to pick between both of you, and I could never do that. Oh, oh. I feel kind of bad for sending him to the gallows. Yeah, yeah. Well, we're pretty sure you got most of your organs back, right? Yeah. No, I'm still missing the kidney. Oh well, they'll probably mail them with the yeah. post international. Sometimes it takes an extra couple of days. No, they're gonna, they're gonna, t- they're gonna do a little testy test on that thing, and they're gonna like, you know what? I don't think we can use this, and they'll just send it back to you. Yeah. Mm. And then we'll, you know, put you on the table, sew you back up. Oh, good. Put it back in there for you. So no, an American line cook uh, internal organs, so it's just full of like energy drinks and cigarette ash, basically. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's not useful. <laughs> what was it the other day? We were at the game Saturday, and you were like, I've already drank two monsters. It's 9.30 in the morning. I was like, Jesus, man. You're going to die. Can your heart take that? You know, Zach saw through time once. Yeah, no, I drank I drank six drinks of expired Affleck energy drink, and I went to space and time. Like, yeah, I, by the way, were you aware that Affleck had an energy drink at one point? Yeah, produced by Coca-Cola. Yeah, I still have one at the house because both me and Zach worked for Affleck at one point. Yeah, that shit was just syrup. I have drank a lot of energy drinks. It was so bad. It was horrid. And I drank so much of it that Benjamin Franklin called me a bitch. <laughs> I'm convinced that if I were to open that can of Affleck energy drink that I have in my house, it would actually explode. Like It would say it. Yeah, it, you would open it and go Affleck. You'd be like, "Oh fuck!" <laughs> it's like shit. There's a there's a whole ass duck in there. There's a whole, there's a whole duck's ass in there. Actually, is what it is. Oh man, yeah, that stuff was real gross though. Uh, oh, the wild west days of energy drinks. Oh yeah, nobody knew yeah, what was going on. Everybody, everybody had made one. Nos was just the energy shots. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, that's how and it I was like, I don't want to put that in my body. That goes in a car. <laughs> nitro fuel, man. <laughs> yeah. And then all they had were the plastic balls that looked like a nitrous. You the know. blue ones with yeah. the orange screw tops? Yeah. yeah that, that and was... now they're just cans. No, it's can. Everything's a can now. It's easy. Yeah. Yeah. It's like old Four loco flavor. Like Do you remember the Monster Imports? Oh. oh, that was my favorite monster. The big Monster Import can. Best tasting monster that they had. I would drink an entire one, and then I would be in a coma, basically, <laughs> afterwards, because my heart would go, ah, and just turn off for a little yeah, bit. I remember the original Four Locos. Uh I don't remember two days of my life. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so uh, international listeners, I don't know if you guys had this, but there was a time where for some reason, every American decided the best idea to do was to put heavy grain alcohol into an energy drink and just fuck just, ourselves up. Just slam two of those in for an evening. Oh, my God. They, go were, you would, they were the best things until you blacked out. You would hit both sides of the time knife with those things. <laughs> like, you would be like, I am... Full of energy, I am a golden god. And then the next thing you would know is your life would actually smash cut to you somewhere throwing up on somebody you don't know. And you have no idea how you got there. And then a bunch of people died because of it. Because we do not know moderation in this country. It was like Moon Knight transitions. Yeah, no, it straight up was. was. I saw a giant alligator at one point. At one point I'm at a party, and next thing I know I'm on the side of the interstate. (laughs) Real, true story, man. <laughs> That's a legitimate story. A real story. No, Four Loco was a, a dangerous uh, time. I remember being on the news. It was one of the. It was one of those little news panics. We're like, "What are your kids drinking? Are they buying Four Loco?" And it's like, "It's not kids. It's college, <laughs> students, college students, and we're dying." Yeah, <laughs> please stop us. Go, going so hard, so fast. Yeah. Ooh. That was that was a rough time in our lives. That was a really rough time. But yeah. at least we didn't eat Tide Pods. No, no, that was the ones after us. I think. I think that was like two people. I don't know. That's because I don't those, think. You know. They do look That's delicious. We were having kids. We were on four locos. What did we expect of them? <laughs> yeah, that's true. 
<laughs> the kids came out of us. Did you see what we're doing to ourselves? Gen Z, man, you guys, we're sorry. We couldn't fight like, off the boomers, and we couldn't figure anything else out. Oh, so we have fun. So we just bred a bunch of super soldiers. Yeah, just burn it all down. We don't give a shit now. You're a mute. You you can imbibe straight taurine for energy. Just have fun, okay? We've made chemical monsters. You guys are indestructible. It's fine. Yeah, I don't understand your comedy, but I like it because I don't understand it. And you, you just eat chemicals and have fun. Yeah. Go for it. Tide Pods do look delicious, though. I'm not going to lie. Like, they straight up look delicious. I'm not afraid to admit They're that. They're in my washer every time, and I'm like, hmm. You they can't look, help it. They look like a big gusher. Yeah. Yeah, that's probably we're, why. And we're the generation that grew up on gushers. Yeah. And kangaroo, what were the dungaroos? Dungaroos, man. They were really just giving us cookies and sugar. <laughs> Fruit roll-ups? In fucking different shapes. Fruit roll-ups is just... Everything that we had as kids that we were like nostalgic for is just because of the sugar high it gave uh-huh. our nine-year-old bodies. <laughs> and then they were like, hey, here's like this little, sh- uh, this mini charcuterie board. Uh, I remember when they banned the uh, the atomic warheads from my school because we were using them as currency. We had had a black market system of warheads going on to purchase Pokemon cards. That's amazing. That was wow. Listen, what a what a smash up was, there. It was a weird. And I'm not saying I had any part in that market. I absolutely did. But uh, come now, <laughs> but come now. It was really impressive. I know you. I you were was, running that black market, sir. I was one of the ones called did, to the principal's office for it. Yes. We didn't. We didn't use Airheads. We uh. We had that little school. That little like store in our school where you could buy like pencils and erasers. Mm-hmm. And the little erasers. Yeah. The That's erasers where it started. The erasers were our currency. That's where it started. But I figured out those were permanent, and I could sell somebody Warheads, and they needed more. I shouldn't have been allowed around children when I was a child, apparently. I was apparently a drug dealer in the making, Uh, which is good because now I spend all my money on Warhammer, so I don't have any money for crack because I have to buy this stuff, including a $50 book with new rules in it. Heck yeah. That we're going to talk about a little bit. This is the part of the show you came for, I assume. It was probably the commercials in the beginning. You probably came for that. So You just just jump cut. (laughs) Yeah. 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 We we only time code the commercials on the show. Everything else is dumb. Uh, but so the new thing we know we've known for a while that they're going to push for more battalions and not battalions more uh, more infantry. Yeah, they're they're moving buy away more from models. monster. Yeah, buy more models and also moving away from monster games because while that was fun and I really do and like I like monstrous actions. It's great when you have nine Charybdis on the table because mm-hmm. you're going to get to do all of them at some point. But uh, yeah, the game has turned into. I didn't mean to glance over at David. Bring four monsters and that's your list. You didn't want monster truck rally. But to be fair, don't you fucking kink shame me. <laughs> I mean, I, I, bought, bring... I got into Ogors for a reason. It just happened to line up with the, you know, where they were taking the game. Yeah, it was perfect. I, I really liked having my Gargan army for this whole season because it was fun. I mean, I gave up a free monster point every turn, but like, yeah. it was cool playing it and being my big smashy monsters. But we're moving back into the troops. More more about the troop stuff. Uh, not as much as it used to be because point increases are still going up for everybody. So you're not going to see probably... 200 of anything on the table anymore. <laughs> I, although looking at the new rules here and I'm looking at how cheap some of this city stuff is and I, I see it coming. Every new rule set, I look immediately to cities and I go, how are we going to fuck this up for everyone else? <laughs> cities players, what are we going to do that breaks the game so sideways because nobody looked at the three old toys we had with old ass rules that now work with this. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. But I have some ideas for how we can really break this. So I'm excited for it. Can't wait to hear them. In really dumb ways. So we've got a couple of special rules here. I'll take the first one since I was the first part of the syllables there. Uh, and then we're going to toss it back and forth and talk about these rules. So the first one is the Masters of the Splintered Land. This one's the pretty much the one that sets the precedent for everything else. 
Uh, friendly battle line units, and it is important to say battle line, not just stuff that counts as battle line. It is battle line, so they are going to have to clarify, does that mean, like, if I take X army and it makes this thing battle line, does that apply, or does it have to have the generic battle line rule like liberators do, where they're just always battle line? Mm. We'll have to see that. Um, and they may have already said that somewhere else in the rules, but we didn't read them all. So uh, this one, friendly battle line units that have a wounds characteristic of four or less, which is most of them, uh, and do not have mounts, again, the... Now, we're going to have to go ahead and decide on this. What is the name of the place we are going to be in? We got I was, going, I was going for Galatian. Galatia? I kind of like that, too. It sounds like a Pokemon zone. Yeah. The Galatia zone. Yeah. It also sounds, like, vaguely Gaelic. Yeah. Galatian. And it's fun to say Galatian veterans. Yeah. Galatian veteran, veterans. So, yeah, they gain the Galatian veterans keyword, which will trigger a bunch of other stuff that we are going to be talking about. Um, with like the proving grounds rule. Also, look at their little uh, objective set they rolled out again. Yeah, I like that little thing. So, so, so spiky. I'd like, I'd like to pick one of those up one day. I have no use for it, and no one can use them as an objective because guess what? They take up space. Yeah. How does Games Workshop? That's great for narrative, but like some of those bases are the size of big minis. That means you're blocking out points on an objective. That seems silly, but I like the stuff on them. They're good for kit bashing. I like the little uh. Uh, pray to or get the uh, fortune from Zul from Big, but mm -hmm. it's a little Sigmar in there. But I like to imagine you still get little fortunes from him. Mm -hmm. yeah, that he's, seems nice. He's got to he's got to dole out his. You know, you got to give him the money to for him to give you the give you the things. Yeah, he puts out a little fortune. It's like oh, plus one to hit. Well, thank Zoltair you. Zoltair will tell you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, anyway, so special rule, Proving yeah. Grounds. So what about these Proving Grounds? At the start of each battle round, after the players have determined who will take the first turn, the player who will take the second turn can pick one objective on the battlefield to be the Proving Ground until the end of that battle round. The same objective cannot be picked as the Proving Ground more than once per battle, and only one objective can be marked as the Proving Ground at any one time. Only models and units with the Galatian Veterans keyword can contest an objective marked as the Proving Ground. So that's pretty cool, and I do like that it's every turn. So if you're playing one of those maps with like five or six objectives on it, still you can throw it around a little bit and be kind of challenging. It's bounce around. It's gonna be interesting with like any of the ones that have like three objectives, because that's gonna happen in the first, second, and third, mm -hmm. and then that's it. Like for four, rounds four and five, because it can't be it again. Yeah. So, so that's it. That's it. But you have a little bit of a key play. This is another thing that makes the double turn not quite as bad. Mm -hmm. Because if you now, you're going to get to move some spells, maybe. Um, you're going to get to pick this. And you still, maybe, we don't know, you might still get to pull an objective. We don't know if that rule is just in Thondia or if it's Gur in general. We'll have to see with the new profile. Uh, it makes sense for it to be Gur in general, but that might be too much stuff to give the second player where they could pull an objective and declare that you can't capture that one, which is basically board control. I think this is probably replacing that, most probably. likely. Um, but it's kind of cool. Like, declaring a thing can only be taken by your veterans, especially if you're playing an army that, like, I don't know, Gargants doesn't have access to this. Mm -hmm. Gargants aren't going to have a way to have Galatian veterans. You're basically turning off an objective. Right. That's pretty good. And make, make it a move forward. turning it off for both players, like you were when you're just pulling one mm -hmm. and hoping that that's not the one that you were going to be able to contest. Right. So it adds a nice little play with a less risk, I think, than pulling an objective entirely. I think it's kind of cool. I'm looking forward to it just because it throws a different little thing in the game, and I have, like, four horde armies that I've never played in this new... since AOS 3.0, basically, because yeah. they're, not, they're not good. They're not really that good. And not, it's as, on, not as functional, yeah, based it's on mostly, how the current yeah. game works. Well, it's like uh, the Stormcast army with, like, no monsters in it. You don't get any monstrous actions, and... That kind of stuff. So it's kind of, you know, it's not as much fun. It was fun to play with monsters, but I kind of like this. This gives it a little more tactical feel. Um, and 
they have another rule, which is very confusingly worded. Uh, and I, I'm glad that they can at least explain it in the flavor text below the rule a little bit. Because yep. sometimes you read this and you go, what? What did I just look at? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to read it as written, and then I'm going to explain what it means. Uh, so, the bonds of battle. When a model in a Galatian veteran's unit makes an attack with a melee weapon, you can target an enemy unit within one half inch of another model from that Galatian veteran's unit instead of using the weapon's range characteristic for that attack. If you do so, the attacking model must be within one half of an inch of another model from its own unit that is within one half inch of the target. What that means is your infantry can almost always attack in two rows. That's what that means. And it, they got a big old picture of a... Uh, uh oh I just completely forgot what a Stormcast unit was when I was looking right at it. Yikes! Protectors! Oh, man, I almost embarrassed myself. Mm. They got a big unit of protectors right there to show you, yeah, these chonky boys on these big bases can fight in two units. I, I think that's a poor choice because I think those guys had a two-inch range. But I understand what they're trying to point out here is that you can now fight them in, like, kind of a row. You're not... It is very vital for destruction armies. It is very... Yes, and it's very vital for a lot of armies that... Stormcast, you generally five or ten people in a group, so most of them are getting in the fight... Vindictors are fighting in two rows already, and to be honest, nobody's bringing in sequiturs anymore. But, like, this is solid for a lot of things on 32s. Bone splitters, plague bearers, like, a lot of that stuff. What's the, what's the range on ogres? Uh, one. It's a big old fat one. Yeah, the, the glutton. The glutton this oh, iron jaws are, too. This definitely yeah. helps out the uh, ogre gluttons, which have been absolute garbage for a little while, uh, since 3.0. Uh, they they can do a lot of damage. Yeah. In a, in a pack of 12, they, they hurt. But the problem always was is that you would get two into combat if your opponent yeah. was smart. But now you can, you have a lot more options to get a lot of them in there. Yeah, it's an interesting way to f to help with the coherence with the, how the coherency rule has been kind of breaking some of the battle line units. Yes, yeah. and I can tell you from playing Stormcast this whole time, why bring ten? At least half of them aren't even going to get in the fight in the first two turns, and they're just going to be clogging up the lanes for other stuff. Mm -hmm. But now it's like, oh, I don't know, maybe because. 10. Now that's giving my Vindictors a little more push because they can attack in two rows and the guys on the far end can use the guys behind them. So essentially, I think Vindictors can actually attack. Yeah, they can attack in three rows, maybe, if you if you finangled it correctly. Obviously, this all hits the fan. You have to fan. triangulate some coordinates. But yeah, yeah this, all, this all hits the fan when you're actually playing the game. But it's nice, and it's nicer, and it makes a lot of... I can, Once again, I'm only speaking for Stormcast on a lot of this, but a lot of Stormcast units like Vanquishers have two-handed swords with a one-inch range. Yep. And they do damage, they do more damage on horde units, but you can't get enough of them in to make that benefit make sense. Right. Now you kind of can. It, I think it will, so, it will It will. certainly simplify a lot of setup for people where you just go, okay, cool, I can just run this as like two lines. Yeah. Battle line units, they're 32 inch bases. One Since they're all within one half inch, it's two lines, good to go. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I like this. Yep. I, so far, I don't like it. I don't dislike any of these new rules. Like, I, I like the way this is looking. The game seems like it's going to change a little bit. And reading when this next one happens, uh, when it <laughs> when it executes, I'm like, okay, so this is replacing monstrous actions, probably. 100%, because this next one is a realm command. It's the overwhelming assault. Yes. Uh, you can use this command ability at the end of your charge phase. The unit that receives the command must be a Galatian veterans that has 10 or more models. Pick one enemy unit with one inch of that unit that has a wounds characteristic of four or less, and roll a dice. If the roll is greater than the number of models in that enemy unit, the strike last effect applies to that enemy unit in the following combat phase. So this is big units of dudes getting to, say, to smaller units of guys. You're going to hit last. This is a big unit going up to Bastion and going, no, 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 you wait. Yeah. You're going to wait. Gotrick, you can wait your turn, buddy. Because you're going to outnumber them, probably. 
Well, it's well, four use, or less. Yeah, it's four or less. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it's got to be four or less. Never mind. Sorry. It, it's it's to help. I, I read that as your unit had to have four or less wounds, uh, as no, no. previously stated in the Galatian thing. No, it's on to another thing that has yeah. four or less wounds. So it's, uh. it's basically bigger bigger battalion, or I don't, yeah, I guess bigger battalions or bigger battle line units getting to kind of squash smaller battle line units. So if you've got, let's say, 40 chain rasps and you're going up against five stormcasts, you're going to probably get this off, hopefully. Uh, especially if you have like one or two of them have already been killed. Yeah. I mean, the only downside is, I mean, I I don't think it's as good as you think it is. Because one, it's a command ability. You got to spend a command point to do this. And you're also running a battle, you're running your horde into probably another horde. Maybe. Or you're, you know, trying to kill the five storm casts. But at that point, I don't feel like that's the point you're trying to do with a block of 40 chain rasps. Probably what you're trying to do, if I'm going to think of it the way I play hordes, is I've got 40 skeletons, and I'm going to throw them into three Kurnoth hunters and really hope that that means that... Well, skeletons are a bad choice because you want to get hit first. Okay, so let's say something that doesn't necessarily want to get hit first, like 20 bone splitters, and you're going to throw them into three Kurnoth hunters. If those guys go first, you're going to lose those 20 bone splitters. Yeah. But maybe making them force last, it's a chance to make them not go first, and then maybe but you use another hit on them. It's very like, situational. Yeah. Like, like you can just pick that unit to fight first. I can understand, like, if you have three fights and you want to do this fight or that fight, but also how you, you don't usually have a ton of command points. Ah, you see, my friend, <laughs> you play an army that involves four models and no command points. I play an army with 17 different units that shits command <laughs> points constantly. <laughs> you haven't moved over to order yet. We always have command order points. Order has command points <laughs> out the wazoo. Excuse me, I'm sorry. <laughs> but I you're play, right. I For play a gentleman's army, okay? For destruction, this probably isn't as good. But boy, was Monstrous Actions in the last round really good for destruction. So I wonder if this is kind of like, hey, now order and chaos who get command points kind of easier. This is a thing. Oh, this I'd could be a nightmare with uh, um, Zinch stuff. Everything's a nightmare with Zinch That stuff. is true, but it's even more of a nightmare. Yes. Ugh. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Oh, my gosh, because their wounds carry. Oh, no. I don't want <laughs> to think about that. I don't even think about how that works. I do not want that interaction at all. And um, we're back to the blue horror. Pink yeah, horror. Oh, my God. <laughs> pink horror, pink horror nightmare. Just make them three separate units. Anyway. Um, yeah, it's, uh, it's, you're, it's not great. It's not amazing. But when it works, it's a free thing that yeah. works that might shut off a bunch of stuff. Um, Situational could be very good. Yeah. The most, I think, personally, the best thing out of this is this core battalion that, we, yes. that we're going to have access to. Who, buddy? That's nasty. Can I? And here we get to me breaking the game. Correct. <laughs> okay. Feel free. So, in a 2,000 point list, you can reinforce four times. Do, do you want to? Say what the core battalion. Oh yeah, I guess you should say what the core battalion okay, does. So the core battalion. I got excited. <laughs> it's, this core battalion. Uh, it's basically taking the place of Harness of the Heartland uh, type of thing because it's yeah. now you need it's battle line units. But it's uh, Galatian veterans units only. Each model in this battalion counts as three models for the purposes of contesting objectives. So your nice pack of ten dudes as a Galatian veteran uh, is actually thirty. Ten, you say? But what? <laughs> what if uh, you reinforced? I don't know. Clan rats start at 20 in a unit. What if you reinforce that for now? 
for now. Yes, that's true. <laughs> let's let's assume they stay uh-huh. that. Uh, but if they don't, we let's say perhaps another list, uh, another number that I was looking at. Maybe they're called Scourge Privateers. I don't know. Let's say you can get a uh, Scourge Privateers. Let's say you could theoretically, if the reinforcement rules stay the same, you could have a twenty, a twenty, and a thirty. Right, because that would be reinforced once, once, and twice. That'd be four total reinforcements. Mm-hmm. That's under six hundred points for forty times three, which is a hundred and twenty objective points essentially for under, I think, five hundred points. Uh-huh. And then you got a hundred or a thousand five hundred points to do whatever the fuck you want. Because my God, you have that many objective captures. Like you could just sit on objectives screen and just what's going to contest you at as, that point as long as they will always die yeah yeah i am almost concerned that this is going to turn a lot of things into a lot of precise measurements because you're going to have two hordes of 20 things and it's going to be is that guy all the way inside this objective is he halfway out like how much like it's going to be very granular but uh, beware beware when you so you show up and you see somebody that has brought this and they've maxed out the deployment or the uh, reinforcements and they brought something on 25s, and they're just like, I count for 90. Here's a bunch of nonsense. Uh, good luck. Yeah. It's, uh, oh man, you could make Phoenix Guard. They still get all their ward saves and stuff, and they count as three. I'm sorry for introducing that into the ether, everyone. That Phoenix Guard list is going to get way worse because now you, now you can't shrug any of it out of the way. Yeah, yeah. I'm, 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 I'm excited just, just to run a shit ton of and actually, actually maybe win a game with it. Like, because like, I just, I just flood you, flood you with my corpses. corpses. Theoretically, eventually, you'll one of these, one of these crossbow, crossbow shots has all these skeletons. Skeleton. Just so many, so many skeletons. Thousands, thousands, you can see zombies, zombies coming in, coming in. Um, um, this is this is this is really important. We find out, find out. I think battle line, battle line, counts as battle line because those are two very, very different. This is just, just what is in what is in your battle line that actually is like three or four, three or four, or both. Some of them, some of them, one, one or two. Nonsense amounts of Skaven and makes me feel good about the plague bearers list that I'm building. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, I'm telling you right now, I'm running uh, 50 plague bearers in my list, and it's doing great. So proud of you. It's doing great. It is. Plague bearers are the best model. Yeah, they're so good. They're so good. They're so good. Uh, and they they fall over, and then everyone goes, oh no, and then you just you know just bring them back. Just put them back, or just go. Oh, okay, well, I'll summon 10 more guys over there. Yeah. I rolled. Of course, a, they won't be Glacian veterans, but hey, uh. I rolled a one on my flies battle shock test the other day in the game. Got a whole ass fly back after two turns trying to kill it. Whole ass fly came back. That's my favorite one to roll in this game. <laughs> ah, yeah, it's good times. So much rage that just builds inside. Just spent a whole turn killing them, and because of I my spent a whole fucking game killing them. And because of my bad placement, I would have lost another one because I had broken cohesion by accident because I put the wounds on the one in the middle, and when and I piled them in, came back, and he came right back, and I did not have to lose him because of cohesion, and it was the dumbest thing. Uh, I love I love that. I trait. sank so many points into just killing those damn plague flies, and they just didn't die. And then I just that was it. It was game over. And I did not realize that he could not fly away. 
because they were also flying and you couldn't do the little whoop, whoop, whoop yeah, thing. Do the thingy. Yeah, because they were flies. Mm. I didn't know that. It was good times. Yeah, I could, I could fly. Well, I could I could fly high. I just couldn't disengage. Yeah, it's very rude. Yeah, sorry, sorry about that. Um, weird KO rule. But yeah, so that's the that's the new rules on stuff. So I know the internet's been blowing up on what's you know how this is going to affect the game it is it's a warhammer release so of course it's the worst thing that's ever been made and also the best thing that's ever been made because this community only knows extremes <laughs> it's weird when we're the moderate voices of the community where we're like yeah it's probably a good time have fun maybe wait and play a few games and maybe see the whole book yeah maybe see the whole book see what's, see what's going on uh pay fifty dollars yeah i'm see, gonna i'm gonna read every page of this are. book yeah i'm gonna this book better smell good fifty dollars it better be sturdy better have new card smell better have new card smell yeah uh, oh, I want to say one last thing before we go. Thank you, GW, for putting tokens with the Night Haunt Battle Tome. I didn't know that was in there, and I opened it up, and a billion tokens fell out, and I was like, oh, cool, but then I read the book, and you need a billion tokens for that army. So good on them <laughs> for including the thing with the book, not with the War Scroll cards, like they do with most of the other armies. They just put it with the book, because you have to have a billion tokens for that army. There's no other way to do it. Yep. So, like, good on them. By the way, if you need those tokens, let me know. I don't plan on running a Night Hunt army, I, but I do I have the book. Probably will, yes, because yeah. I intend on running a ridiculous Night Hunt army uh, with the Morngol in it. You can still put that in there, by the way, guys. You can still put a Morngol in the Night Hunt. He has the keyword. They haven't updated his rules too, so currently, right now, he's actually not terrible because he uh, he does he uses all the new rules and all of his old rules at the same time. It's pretty good. What a weird combination of things. Yeah, well, they forget Forge World exists. Yeah. a lot. There you go. Well, for a weird combination of things. That's the Atlanta Warhammer podcast. That's us. Yeah. So uh, thanks to our sponsors again. Thank you to listening. Thanks to David for bringing back uh, the delicious British food that he did. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really enjoyed that brown paste on a piece of bread. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know much about British cuisine. You got a toad in a hole. Yeah. Is it showing? I, I thought I, my belt was covering it. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, my toad hole. <laughs> I, can, I, I, could go on, I could go on for days. That was my toad noise. Because I know all the... I know all the things. Yeah, you've had that's to eat because, that. Well, that's slop. because I am also British, so... Ugh. Yeah, and that's it's right. just another America. <laughs> what? <laughs> Earlier when I was looking at the stats, I was like, well, we got... I was like, oh, first is uh, United States and second is Germany. Well, actually, second is the UK, but I count that as America. <laughs> <laughs> and then actually third was Canada, and I was like, I count that as America, too. Yeah. So, so, uh, yeah. so wait, is Canada's the hat, and then what? Britain is, like, the cane? The cane? The... I think it's, I don't know. It's the loogie. Wow. (laughs) Fire across the ocean. Yeah. What are they going to do? Come over here and beat us at their game? Probably. Probably. Probably absolutely will do that. We'll just throw their tea in another harbor. (laughs) Oh, God. Oh, too soon. Too soon. Um, Oh, jeez. So, and speaking of beating us in another game, our next show is going to be a tournament recap because we are going to a team tournament that we intend to lose, which is to say we're going to play in any tournament that we ever play in. But it's going to be ranked, and uh, I think we're going to have a good time. That's the weirdest part about this. A lot this. of photos this ranked. It's going to be ranked. I am continuing my goal of playing one different army every tournament mm-hmm. so that I can be ranked bottom on every single leaderboard. I, I didn't realize that before I chose KO, but now I'm really happy. I'm just going to make my way through all my armies. Yeah, just it's kind of fun. I think we should all do that. We should just all, and then when we run out of armies, just switch. Yeah. Let's just never play the same army at a tournament. So that when you pull up our name, it looks like we have every army and we're bad with all of them. <laughs> that's that's the that's the Atlanta Warhammer guarantee. Can I be the last place guy on every single leaderboard? If I get that, I really want somebody somewhere to acknowledge that. <laughs> like he's the worst at every single army. But I showed up with a fully painted army on every single one because that's the standard I hold myself to. Which means I need to go home and finish painting your army. Yeah, you do. Yeah, and then paint my army. <laughs> 
for the tournament in four hours. Oh, God. Uh-huh. We probably should get out of here. So for the Little Warhammer Podcast, I'm David. I'm Josh. And I'm Zach saying, I gotta go, Mike!